Welcome to the 1878 FM podcast. Myself, Ped, and Dave uh, Vitti here as well. Andy Bush has once again gone missing in the bush somewhere. <laughs> Andy lost in the bush could be a segment we do every other week when he, he pulls out. Doesn't sound like the worst place to get lost. It doesn't. Well, depends what your preferences are. Uh, Dave, <laughs> Dave. Um, what if it's in Brazil? If it's in Brazil, then okay. Oh, is that what yeah. he meant? Okay. Well, I don't oh, know what he meant. I don't yeah. know what he meant. I mean, but, but wait, wait, can, hang on. Can, can we just well, pause for a second here? You know, and yeah, the risk of, of you see the the main thrust, so to speak, with yeah. this week for me is yeah. to not talk about anything to do with yeah, Everton Football Club. So okay. any any kind yeah. of deviation. Well, we're gonna we do it do. quick. I, I oh. was aware I did say Andy pulls out of the ball. I was aware yeah, but, that I said but, but, but more, more, to, more to the point, my yeah. question to you both oh, go on, is, go on. is there much bush in Brazil? Well, not if people keep cutting it down, don't they? Well, that's kind, of what, that's kind of what I meant. That's you know, what I mean. So but, you know, but Brazil's not known for its bushland, no, is it? It's probably no. getting less and less. Singed bush. The strips are getting small. There's a lot of singed bush. There is yeah. a lot of I mean, it's, it's almost, you know, it's almost a bit like, I mean, it's almost like a runway, isn't it? You know, in terms of like well, what's that's, actually that's left. That's how it looks now. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks, well, the new pre- the new president's just come in and he's, he's outlawing the trimming of the bush. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Well, he's, he's very much a 70s kind of guy. Oh, okay. So let's, let's move said, on then. Let's he's sort of full bodied, isn't he? He yeah. said the more bush, the healthier it is for the world. That was that must CO2 be our, levels. That w- must what the be bush captures CO2, CO2. That must be our capital radio. Is the more bush, the better. Well, there that, you he go. Just work for capital radio. <laughs> yeah, well, but, uh, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. He works for all twenty-seven That's absolute it, yeah, radio yeah. Absolute stations. Absolutely, yeah. If literally, absolutely everywhere. Absolute bush. Yeah. Absolute <laughs> bush. That could <laughs> that, be his new show. Thing, won't it? Tell you what, I, yeah, absolute bush almost sounds like a product, doesn't it? It you does. Know? It does. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, mm. I know what we were trying to do. We're trying to stay away from Everton, obviously, um, but we can't. Another defeat, Dave, we? to a bottom of the table team at home. Mm. Um, is the manager on very, very thin ice? Yes, undoubtedly. And and I have come out for weeks and weeks on this podcast saying how. I support Frank Lampard and I don't want to see him go anywhere and to change the manager would be a mistake. Mm-hmm. However, that can't continue, you know, forever. There has to be a break point. And while I am not calling for his head, um, <laughs> it can only go on so long, can't it? You know, and, and there has to be a change and, 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 Dave, I feel like you're beating around the bush here. Well, I am beating around the bush a little bit. I mean, and I know this isn't good, bearing in mind this is a podcast and it's about talking opinions and whatnot and sharing opinions, but I don't really know what to say anymore. I know, I know. You know, and uh, genuinely, and I know that I was thinking about this today on the school run, and I was just thinking, I just don't know what to say anymore. And, And I just feel totally depressed and resign to the fact that relegation for me now is almost a certainty. Um, and I, I simply can't believe it, you know, that, that we could be talking like this, but I genuinely think that it's, it's going to happen. And I suppose my concern with all of this, and again, these were the thoughts that were going through my head on the school run this morning, stuck in traffic, but um, is the fact that if we all are resigned to this fact, as fans, is everybody associated with the club, 
that obviously that will then feed into the coaching staff and the playing staff and and almost it will be you know a foregone conclusion if you like and we will just drift towards this inevitable abyss um which you know is a i mean should we go back to talking about bush in brazil again because it was more entertaining than than anything that i'm serving up but this is a situation that we find ourselves in and and i simply don't know what to say yeah i I think you're right dave i think it's you are right i think a lot of people i don't think everyone thinks that necessarily because but i know what i know what you mean but that's what Sadly, that's where we are. We're all very much at loggerheads with our football club. They're giving us very little to be positive about, and you do see people going. You know, you know, it's if you're if you're going to be negative, then it's going to be negative. But I, I do find it very hard to be positive about this subject because mm-hmm. they're not giving us anything to to be to be positive about. They're not being positive themselves by bringing a player in or, or changing something around or, or or even you know like winning a game clearly so it is hard to feel like anything other than the inevitable is going to happen so un- until they until they snap us out of this which is, is what happens in football isn't it you win a game that you don't expect to win or or yeah. you bring someone in that gives you that little bit of excitement or hope or sometimes it is a change of manager but I think even with like what you said with the manager thing, it's like nobody actually, nobody's sitting here going, "Oh yeah, we need, we desperately need to get rid of Frank Lampard because that's going to change everything." And that's mm-hmm. that's that is a really, really fundamentally sad, sad thing. Well, I think I think the the, the saddest thing and the hardest thing is that there's no obvious solution to this and um, um, but what well, yes there is an obvious solution to this but it's a very large obvious solution and it's obviously what you've been talking about what both of you've been talking about for a long time as in wholesale full-scale revolution of the entire structure of the football club but that's not going to happen anytime soon not so in terms of where we find ourselves now this is 17th of january at the time of recording this podcast you know, we're already halfway through this transfer window and we've got nothing. And the players that we're being linked with in the papers, whether there is any substance to that or no, I don't know. Um, and even if there is any substance to that, none of them are necessarily players who I think are going to revolutionise our fortunes and are going to really dig in and actually potentially give us what we need to enable us to stay up, as in goals and quick. Mm. Um, so that is concerning um i suppose in terms of what could happen in the short term yes the manager the manager the manager could change Mm -hmm. we could bring in a couple if we're lucky new players that's it um and desperately hope that we can somehow find three teams that are worse than us in the league this season which you know on the balance of of saturday against southampton Mm. Uh, looks a, a tall order at the moment um so i don't know what we do i really really don't know what we do um you know if we were to for example one hypothetical option could be that you know Moyes gets kicked out of west ham we decide to part company with frank lampard we take Moyes uh for the rest of the season do we think that that is going to increase our chances of staying up i don't know yeah um I don't know. It's, you know what I was thinking about that just then? It's like, you know, people will go, oh, you shouldn't, you know, one man getting sacked and you're going, if you're going to get it. It's a very like, sort of like an Italian thing, isn't it? They just like swap the managers all the time. Because you never know, yeah. one man one man going to a different club can change the fortunes of that man. That's why yeah. you sack someone. I mean, let's not forget, 
I mean, it is a slightly di- different kettle of fish, but we did get Carlo Ancelotti days after he was sacked from Napoli. Napoli. That's the reason we got him, and I know that's a different level, but it can't can just be sometimes a new voice, I wouldn't a fresh uh, way of looking at things, a way of looking at a squad. I just, I, to be, I'll tell you this right now: I would rather have David Moyes than, than Frank Lampard in the situation we're in. That doesn't mean I want David Moyes, but I'd rather mm. have David Moyes than Frank Lampard because I just. I think I would as well, I and it's not, yeah. it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not a situation that any of us want to be in. No, but when push comes to shove, I think you're right. Just, I think, I think we, I think I would probably vote that way at this moment in time, or certainly in about a week's time. But there's a lot of that, isn't there? I mean, just in general football, I was listening to someone yesterday talking about Spurs and Chelsea, and they were literally saying they should have each other's manager. You know, um, you've got uh, Potter, who's a project manager, and Spurs mm. are more of a project, and you've got Chelsea as a club who are. It's you know you need immediate success and Conte is a immediate success manager. He's not like a builder. So you get you can get that in football over time where you could swap managers round. Not not saying Frank should go to West Ham because he hates them and he hates them. But um, yeah, it's it's grim, isn't it? It's just grim at the moment. But I'd rather hear about Peter Andre personally. Yeah, well, we can we can talk Peter Andre if you want. We'll go on to that in a minute. Okay, yeah, I, I don't want David Moyes. I think I think that's the wrong message for me. He's he's. It's many. not about a message, though, is it? No, it's about Dave, absolute he's, desperation. He's above us on by one goal with West Ham. Yeah. If he was, yeah. if, you know, if he was thirteenth or something, and he, he was looking to get out, then absolutely. But is is bringing in David Moyes and replacing Frank Lampard giving Everton a better chance of staying up when the pair of them are in the bottom three? I don't think so. I really I don't. don't. Think- I, but yeah, but see, and and this, I, I would I would have to side with 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 Ped on this mm. because it's about it's about a fit, and to your, you know, if we take your argument, Baz, and mm. and I'm not trying to be a prick about this, but if we if we take your argument about this, then the yeah. whole managerial merry-go-round would never exist. In so much as it's always happened, whereby a manager will fall out of favor or go through a bad run at a club and therefore will be dismissed from his role, right? Mm -hmm. However, that doesn't stop him then being one of four or five or six names immediately linked with the next big job that comes around. You know, um, the fact that they have been proven to not be a success at one club doesn't in any way prohibit them from being Mm -hmm. a catch somewhere else, for want of a better word. So therefore, sometimes a change is as good as a rest. And the fact that Moyes is going through a bad spell with West Ham, I don't think necessarily makes him um, a bad manager or doesn't mean that he wouldn't have a chance at lifting us out of the, the gloom. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a punt, isn't it? And it's nothing more yeah, than a punt. That's all but... it is. It's just a change, isn't it? It's a change for the yeah. for anything, like any manager, like you're saying. And a lot of the times, it's a change, like you said, a change is as good as a rest. Sometimes players might need a fresh voice or something. It doesn't mean that manager's always better. It just and certainly, if I was to bring someone like David Moyes in, I wouldn't want it to be a long term thing. It would just be looking at the situation different. For all we know, someone like David Moyes might come in and he might go first. He might do the same. Why is Yeri Mina sitting on the bench? I want him in the team. I want him in the team till he gets injured. Let's let's not have this thing of like, well, he gets injured all the time. I want him in the team till he gets injured because he's the best defender. Because I still think Yeri Mina is the best defender the we best have defender by we a have. mile. Like so it's fit. but his fitness record is is absolutely terrible. But you might get someone in like him who goes, no, no, he's playing. If he gets injured, Sansa, so what? I've got loads of defenders who can replace him. So 
I mean, that's not necessarily the that's not the answer to Everton's problems. That is literally, as we're saying, that's just a change. That's just that is moving the deck chairs around essentially. Um, I just think that David, someone like David Moyes, understands the kind of football needed to get you out of the situation we're in. Whereas Frank Lampard is trying to play that football but doesn't quite mm. fully understand it. You know, he wants to play good attacking football, and when he's asked, he's been asked to play in a different way. And I don't think he quite knows how to do it properly because we're still wide open, even though we've got like five at the back or three at the back, whatever, when we're at home, we're still wide open. We're still letting the opposition have chances and midfield runners and stuff like that. Whereas some, another manager might stop that and go because they're purely defensive. or And maybe they would play a winger so they can get the best out of Dominic Carvalhoon. So it's horses for courses sometimes. Is David Moyes the answer? No, probably not, but... It's obviously it, Lampard no, doesn't seem like he's the answer no, either. I've had, I've had a discussion on. I've seen people. I've had this on like Twitter with a couple of people who were like, "Well, Rooney, imagine." No, not like to me, just saying why is people looking at Wayne Rooney. And Wayne Rooney is probably as good a fit as anyone for the job. And what I mean by that is, I don't think there's any. We've had so many different managers. I'm not championing Wayne Rooney right now either. By the way, I'm just saying. He's a, he's a name who's been mentioned, the same as Sean Dice, the same as... Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is, I honestly don't think any of us could sit here and go, you know, if we get him, we'll be well better. Yeah, It'll sort it. Because, A, I think it's bigger than that anyway. And, B, look at Arteta. Mm. You know, he was great at making Pepper a cup of coffee and sat there just agreeing with everything he said. And he's been given the chance himself. He had no experience. And he's done it. He's done it. I know, listen, they've spent mad money Arsenal. They really have. He would never have done that at Everton what he's done at Arsenal because we simply can't afford to buy him players the way they do. But he's done a good job. So I I think we've just got to be very careful. What And it's not careful what you wish for because that shouldn't be a reason why Frank Lampard's still in the job either. We just have to be cleverer with, with the managerial choices we have, really. But I don't... I, but I, saying that, I've, I've not got the answer either, Dave. I don't know whether... David Moyes, whether Sean Dice, whether Wayne Rooney, whether Nuno was Spirito leading Santo, whether Sam Allen, N N you know. Nuno, Nuno would would worry me. To no, death. no, it should be to him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, no to Nuno. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. No and 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 but and Rooney and though, like well, <laughs> Rooney as well though for me is a massive a massive gamble. I think the all because he has he has got he's got zero experience in this in this league. Zero, league, but he he would argue, and does quite often, um, that he had a, be prepared for the championship. A crazy job in the championship. He had no money. Seven players when the season kicked off. He had he gave twenty, what was it, twenty four debuts, twenty three debuts to academy players without the twenty one points deduction. They were tenth in the championship, so they'd have been safe even with all of that. So we would argue that he's got experience in a terrible situation, albeit a league lower. But if the worst came to the worst and we were playing in the championship, at least he knows the league. Yeah. So Sean Dice has had two relegations, took Burnley yeah, yeah. down twice. So that's what I'm saying. It's not one or the other, really, right now. It's difficult because there's no... Like, the comfort blankets is David Moyes. David Moyes knows Evertonians. David Moyes knows the football club. David Moyes is still an Evertonian. So he's the comfort blanket. You go, you know what? If he comes in and gets us organised, and he's got that, he, he and you know what? Over a short period, yeah. he might work. No, no, he may well work. And maybe West Ham are just 
this year I just bored of is the way it is. Yeah, that's that's and it's a cycle, isn't it? You're saying there, you see this a lot in like Italy. Mm. Managers go round and they look terrible at one club and then they go to another one. Um, the guys at Napoli now is Spalletti. Spalletti. Spalletti's had loads of clubs with varying degrees of success. Some, some. Some have fitted, some haven't. Napoli's doing a tremendous job. Sometimes it just and I'm that's not me again. No, no, I'm, I'm just looking at everything. I'm not banging a drum for David Moyes. I'm just saying that sometimes it can be a bit of a change. You come in. I just look at the reason why I like kind of like the idea of Rooney is a he's never told no, me. I, B he understands yeah. everything and C because he's young. I still think if we could develop. I, we, it'd make the club better I think I the problem think with Rooney is the, gen- the genuine then. problem with Rooney is is that he would grate against the people who run the club straight away and I think no, even though me. people think that's a good thing mm. it wouldn't be a good thing because it would just lead to frustration in him mm. and I don't think that allows you to do your job properly if you're frustrated you know it's yeah, great saying when you come in with your eyes open but these people are moving, changing things. I don't think these are going to be here very long. Well, let's move. Let's move yeah. away from. Yeah, the, let's move we, on because we something. don't know. No, we don't know what's going to happen with Frank Lampard. Might go to West Ham and win three 0 on Saturday. You never know. Um, but Dave, just very quickly, what have you made of the fallout around Everton? Forget all the the game. Obviously, there was a a protest on Saturday, which was <laughs> impeccably observed by the Evertons. They welcomed the team. The team let them down. There was a mm. protest that was always mm. planned. There was a, a little bit of knobheadery and shit out of the outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a, a gang of young lads who were frustrated as well. And pro- like Ped said yesterday, probably can't articulate what they want to say, and they they do, did it in their own way, and we don't agree with that. But what did you make of Everton? Basically, what they've done is they've they've done a them and us now with the fans. The Everton yeah. board have literally made Evertonians out to be the enemy. Which I find bizarre. Well, what's your what's your take on it? I'd agree with you because the the most telling thing I thought in the press release that they that they put out, um, which was on the it was on the morning of the game, wasn't it? It or was, was it yeah. Game, or was the morning of the mm-hmm. game? And I forget exactly what the wording was at the end, but it basically said that you know this is a really sad day in 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 Everton Football Club, and and as you say, very much making it out that they were being forced to stay away because of the very real threats of violence and headlocks headlocks towards members of the board. Mm. However, and I'm only saying what I have heard and read, but am I right in thinking that Merseyside police had actually received no information to substantiate those things, therefore... They reiterated that yesterday. Let me put this... Let me just give you some context, because I actually looked a little bit more into this yesterday Mm -hmm. by looking on at a few uh, different websites. And The Athletic, who I'm absolutely disgusted by, two Evertonians work for them, I'm absolutely disgusted by them. They actually put a headline out on the front page saying, saying, Everton CEO Denise Denise Barrett-Baxendale placed in... Uh, headlock by fan right that's the headline that's the band nothing else said and when you read it it says Everton's chief executive officer Denise Barrett-Baxendale was put in a headlock by a fan after a recent home game according to a club source who was asked not to be named for their safety that's that's literally what it says and that store that's literally turned into absolute guaranteed fact and that to mm. me is a disgrace that's a disgrace and all these media companies and Sky and everyone have been running it like it's absolute truth and I'm sorry but that's not truth 
that's hearsay. That's literally somebody from the football club ringing round people going, honestly, this happened, you know. This happened, honestly, honestly. And that, to me, is not... That's put a mark on all fans. Literally put a mark on all fans. So we therefore conclude that the threat to the safety of the board was something that was established and agreed upon by the board as opposed to being based upon actual threat and intelligence through the police. Yeah. Is that what we believe? That's what what it is. is, That's what it is. Okay. Um, But as you say, you know, there is very much a them and us situation now um, whereby the fans are being um, demonized. Is that the right word? Mm -hmm. Probably the closest, the closest we can get to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it makes for, it makes for a very, very difficult situation because despite the unrest that has been apparent for a long time now and growing within the fan base towards the board, um, which was helped in no way whatsoever by Mashiri's pitiful statement, which actually said nothing um, other than just to reaffirm the fact that he knows nothing about football and even less about this football club or, or any of the culture surrounding it. Um, And the fact that he couldn't see all of the problems that are blatantly apparent to all of us um, is concerning at best, Mm. I would suggest. Um, So, yeah, it's 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 a mess, Mm. you know, and genuinely, I've never in my lifetime experienced a mess with this football club like this. Mm. You know, we've had rocky times. Yeah. Uh, on and off the pitch. Um, and, you know, we've sailed very close to the wind before. We all know about, you know, the great escapes that we've had, none more so than last season against Palace. But this is an absolute mess. Mm. It's just... And and why I feel so hopeless is, that, as we said before, I've just got no idea how we possibly get out of it. Mm. Other than... Other than a Newcastle style situation where we get somebody else come in to buy the club and absolutely wholesale changes, mm. you know, in terms of the structure of governance of this club from top to bottom. That's yeah. the only way that I can see it changing, but there's no sign of that anytime soon. And certainly not between now and the end of the season. Um, and for that reason, again, once again, sorry to be depressing, but I can't see past relegation. Mm. I mean, it's, to be fair, Dave, it's not really about being depression. It's it's about just seeing it as you say it right now. And as you see it right now, it doesn't... You know, I've always took the idea that Everton... And they can. It's half a season to go. They could mm. easily get out of this. Nottingham Forest have proved that with a couple of wins. They've moved away from the worry zone at the minute. Everton would have won at the weekend. They'd have been 14th. This might have been a little bit of a different conversation. The problem still would have been there, regardless of the win, is that the structure's not right at the football club. We've got an owner that doesn't allow people and hasn't allowed people to actually do the job properly. And what's happened at the weekend is the club of the board, whoever's prepared the statement for them, but someone let it out, have come out with some horrific PR from the owner on Thursday to 
the board at the weekend. You're leaving last and night? And subsequent stuff last night as well. The the Whoever's the PR, well, I know who it is, but whoever's yeah. advising them and allowing this person who's obviously way out of touch and probably needs to go and just go for walks on a beach away from, from football because they've lost it where football's concerned. It's a joke. And they, once you turn against your customers, because that's what we are, let's be honest, once you turn against them, I don't understand what you're hoping to achieve, and that's that seems like what Everton have done. And there's not for me, there's no way back for this board now. There's no way back. There's no mm. way they can turn around and go, "Oh yeah, we're back now." The match they can't. It's done. So they're better off very quickly. Shape, you know, making the changes. Um, but the owner, you wouldn't trust the owner to put the kettle on properly, would you? Let's be honest. So we'll have to. Do you say you, you can't you can't see any of the board back at the ground? Ha- Dave, how no, can no, it no, be? I, 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 I would, I would, I would, I would totally agree with you. Yeah. I'm totally saying how can it be I, high risk, Saturday, but then Arsenal <laughs> yeah, know, in two weeks, not be. You know what I mean? Know, and actually, the, the risk only, yeah. the risk only increases with exactly. more bad yeah. press releases going yeah. out. Yeah, you're absolutely um, right. It's, it's, but the local, it's terrible. That's all right. Well, at least that just shows that the, the owners and idiots. It's got nothing to do with whether you can run a good football club. Go and get someone who's born like in the heart of Liverpool and who's doing whatever and just say, you're local, come and run the club. You've got to get the best people and he made yeah. that mistake and he hasn't helped the board. The board might have performed differently with better people alongside them. They haven't even done that and and it's 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 gone to whatever it's gone to. And right now, you're right, Dave, right now, unless there's a massive turnaround, unless Everton can bring in some people who help us going forward, then... The only thing you can see is ending in relegation. It's the, but still half a season to go, and people have got out of much worse than this in the past. But something's got to change, and I don't know whether whether Frank Lampard can do it. I don't know. I don't. It's know. And, and that's and that and that's that's the issue because in the past when we've been in trouble on certain occasions we've been able to blame it on injuries and whatnot and we've been a bit like you know what we've got no strikers we we're, we're missing the heart of our defense you yeah. know we've got yeah, key yeah. players out but the fact of the matter is that we've pretty much you know we've got most of them at the moment mm-hmm. and and that's the real worry is the fact that there is no obvious thing to to change um and I think that's probably, you know, if we were if we were sitting here kind of going, well, so and so is six weeks away, and so and so is four weeks yeah. away, and actually, once we get them back, it'll be a different complexion, yeah. or it'll be a different side, and we'll yeah. start picking up points. But we haven't got that. We've no. got nothing. There's no in, white knight, is there? No, there's no white knight other than suddenly some miraculous signing who's going to come around in the next 10 days 10 days you said this to be fair to you you said this and i i didn't think it would happen i thought you were being a little bit um not negative because that's not right that's not right i I do negative well though no but i don't think you i don't think you were being (laughs) negative dave i think you were what you were doing was you were just using what's gone before that's all you were doing. You were just going, well, in the, the facts are Everton tend yeah. to scrap around near the end. Mm-hmm. But I thought the problem was that bad. It's like having a fire in the corner of this room and just going, well, mm-hmm. leave that for a bit. Do you know what I mean? I thought we'll, it was we'll, that we'll put bad. the kettle on and make a brew exactly. first and then we'll ring the fire brigade. Then we'll deal with it, yeah. It's that but, kind of situation, is you it? Were spot you, know? on. you were spot on. Like we're the 17th of January, there's a fortnight well, to go. Well, you can see now, can't you? We're either being linked with 20-year-old 
uh, players who play in France, Belgium, or Holland who've got no goals into the to the names mm. who were just all potential, mm. all thirty-one year old. And they're fine in, in the summer. Yeah, they do. But they're fine in a structure. Yeah, they're yeah. fine in a plan. They're yeah. fine if you're Brighton and yeah, you bring yeah. them in and you farm them out on loan and mm. then you bring them back when when you sell your other player. That's fine if that's part mm. of a plan. That's not. That's not. We're not doing it as part of it. But we're doing it to save us. Or the other end is. Obviously, there's a load of journeymen who've been offered around Europe, and we're being offered them because everyone knows how desperate we are. Mm. And they're looking at like you know they're looking at us going, we can get a good wage out of these. We'll mm. promise to keep them up if we don't. So what? We'll go we're after going the end anyway, of the season. Yeah. And it, and that's where we are. We're not the potent, All the good players, the 25 year olds, 24 year olds of the world, they ain't coming anywhere near Everton Football no, Club. No, and that's no. that's you can tell that. But I know people go, you get linked with all these players, but if you often look at the players you're linked with, it does give you a an idea of what's going what's going no, on of out course there. You do, yeah. um, who's being especially here. if you're not setting the narrative. If you're allowing yeah. journalists to pick up these players, well, especially anyway. do the, just oh, final no, point on this. Yeah, especially when we've been linked as well with a few players who who've been linked with other clubs and look like other clubs are going to get them mm. so those players are being hawked around as well and they're so mm. we're always going to be part of the conversation because they want to hear what we can offer them but mm. at the end of the day we can't offer them anything so no. oh well yeah oh, oh well, well let's what, talk about something happier what can you do dave you've been speaking to peter andre this morning <laughs> <laughs> how was he isn't there? i'll tell you what i mean you know we haven't been linked with him as yet no not maybe. yet Maybe I mean even in a managerial role, he's got to be considered in the plight that we find ourselves now. Exactly. Um, yeah, I was I was prior to doing this uh, potentially award-winning podcast, uh, I was recording another podcast for Netmums, where our guest today was Mr. Peter Andre, who I have to say is genuinely one of the nicest men in show business. Fact. The weird, hmm? the weird thing is, just before we talk more about this subject, is there's a weird link between Peter Andre and Wayne Rooney, isn't there? Is there? Yeah, because his name came out in the court case for Colleen. Peter Andre? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't say why. Okay. But his name came out in the court case. It's just a weird link there, there go, between Shinity. him and Wayne Rooney. So. Never knew that. Well, maybe, you know, maybe maybe it could even be a, a, a collaboration. You know, maybe yeah. we could think about Wayne Assistant and... manager! Wayne and Peter and Andre. together. Yeah, you get absolutely. your... Air your abs. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't... Yeah. If you're yeah he could be, the, he could be, he could be the fitness. He could be fitness and well-being. Could be. You know, for no. fitness and well-being. Mm. I think he'd be good. Sing, mm. sing them a song in the dressing room. Mm. You know, bit of mysterious girl. I mean, David. Do you sorry, think he'd get on with Jordan Pickford. <laughs> don't just, know. just put I it don't out know. There. I, I think he would. I think Pickford would love it. I mean, you, you could you could see a synergy there between the, Peter the and Jordan. I mean, sorry, I was just looking on my Instagram I mean, he, feed. He met, David Moyes popped up on sorry. Diary of a CEO. He met her in the bush, didn't he? He met her in the bush, yeah. He did, yeah. He did. See, all these things, all, 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 all works together. Dave, you know, like, you know, we're trying to ha- we're trying to lighten the mood because that first bit was grim. I mean, last week was, was really grim, but anyway, let, let's stay away from it. What I was thinking about this, you're, you you know, you've lived a varied life in show business. What's but like... He very much puts the show in business. He does put the show in business. We've always said that. Very um, kind of say, gentlemen. You know, well, you know. The, the next Ken Bruce... <laughs> <laughs> Come back again. The um, what's what's been like the maddest thing you've you've done? Like the weirdest thing, like when you were doing radio or whatever. What's like the weirdest thing you found um, yourself doing? There's been a few weird things. Um, one, 
No, I mean like men- happily. No, no, no. I mean there have been yeah. many, many very weird and surreal situations over the years. Yeah. Um, we need to investigate this further, but maybe for another time. Yeah. One, one was when we did the show from a canal boat. And I don't know why we did the show from a canal boat, but we did, you know, and we had a habit of taking the show out on what we would call an outside broadcast. Yeah. You know, and that can, as the name would suggest, can be from wherever, you know. So we'd done outside broadcasts from, you know, from from football stadiums and we've done them from concert halls and theatres and all sorts of different things. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I don't know what the origins of this were, but we ended up doing a show on a canal boat. Um, now... The problem with this is that canals, by their very nature, tend to sort of be in dips, as in the reception isn't great. Yeah. And obviously, reception is crucial when you're doing an outside broadcast, especially mm. when you're not plugged into something that you might find, you know, at a fixed venue, such as a theatre or indeed a, a football stadium. You're very much reliant upon the boat and, and where the boat is. So we had this mad thing where... Um, <laughs> we were we were sort of going towards tunnels and then we would sort of say how long have we got on this record and they <laughs> and, and they go we've got 25 seconds at which point we had to make a decision because we knew that we weren't going to get through the tunnel in the time when the record stopped and obviously that's the point where we have to speak so then <laughs> then we would be kind of going right okay we haven't got time and literally putting the bo- the canal boat into reverse and reversing back up the canal to sort of sit there for a moment, thus also causing sort of um, you know boating chaos with the other other canal and and uh, waterway users, um, as we had to then do our link uh, into the news or whatever, and then quickly put our foot down and get through this. Um, yeah, again, I don't. One of the weirdest things we've ever done, and I don't know why. That was July two thousand and five, by the way, Dave. Was it? Well, yes. there you go. I mean, someone found a picture of you on the canal boat. And I'm oh, going to get Ned to put it on the on the. On no, the don't room. because because you know what I don't think I don't think it's flattering, and I tell you for why <laughs> because the, the 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 night before we had overnighted in a place called Bista. Now, I'll be now honest, we... you look all right. You just look oh, like. Oh, do I? You, okay. You just look like you're just like. I'm really getting right. my picture taken. Oh, oh fine. Well, that's that's fine. Do I just look sort of just standard grumpy and? and yeah, you do. You stand the next. You stand the next. Sitting next to Dom, you look really, really grumpy. Okay, uh, that's but fine. you've got a great tan. You have fair. got a great tan. Good, good. Well, that that's fine. But the reason I say that is because we had gone out for a, a couple of quiet beers the night before. Mm. Um, to enable us to sleep in the bunks on the on the on the canal boat, and we'd found this pub in in a little town called Bista, where they were doing, I think it was like a pound a pint or something ridiculous like that. So everybody got leathered um, to the point where actually I, I overslept, and the the boat was already moving by the time I, I woke up in the morning, and then suddenly straight into the show. So that's why I wor- wor- worried whether the photos were, were going to be good or not. Another another weird one that springs to mind was with Chappers when we were doing one of our round the grounds things, and we were doing a mile at every at every Scottish Premier League ground and every English Premier League ground in a, in a week, I think. And we we were Inverness, Caledonian Thistle were in the Scottish Prem at the time. This must have been two thousand and eight, maybe something like that. Anyway, yeah. and 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 we were interviewed by we were it was a Sunday night, and we were being we were doing like a live link up to Radio One, and on the air at the time doing the Sunday surgery was Kelly Osborne. 
Now, oh, yeah, um, okay. Kelly Osborne talking to me and Chappers <laughs> while running around Inverness Caledonian <laughs> Thistle at about 10.45 at night yeah. was just some of the worst yeah. radio that's ever been broadcast. It was awful. I mean, just truly awful where Kelly didn't know who we were, yeah. why we were there, had never heard of, of, of Inverness, never mind Kelly Thistle's round, <laughs> you know, and had it was just rubbish you know but but we did it and we raised some money a, and i suppose that was largely a good thing what an incredible i'm just looking at this it was radio one summer friday thing every friday from the 15th of july to the 19th of august 2005 so there was radio one in Majorca. i mean i don't you missed that one moises yeah. canal boat colin and edith in saint andrews radio one in newquay scott mills in cardiff moyles in skegness but then you go down. Oh yeah, we went to Skegness as well. That was that was the one where actually Dom was sick out of the window because. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you go down, right? This is on the BBC website, but it's got all the old stuff on it, and it says Re- recommended links on the web. Ibifaspotlight.com, Ibifavoice.com, and then you go visit Cardiff, Mallorca online, Shagaloof.com. <laughs> is that on there? Shagaloof. Genuinely Shagaloof. on there. So and then it says then it says safe new key Skegness.net butlandsonline.co.uk oh god what an incredible the BBC this year they've been, the governments have been piping all our money into dodgy uh, deals yeah. in the last few years but you know in, two th- in the mid 2000s it was all good mm-hmm. it was all going predatories it was all going to yeah. Radio 1 yeah for, to, 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 proper, to proper causes you know for, yeah. for good causes oh good causes well I'll be honest Moyles looks like he ate most of the money but you know hey. I couldn't possibly comment on that. Let's leave it there. Let's mm. leave that there. Oh, blimey. Look at the time, lads. <laughs> Still got a couple of minutes left, Dave, but all right. I think we'll, inve- I think we'll investigate more of them. More, more the, as we go. The irony is at the bottom, it just says summer for nothing. No, it bleeding didn't. We paid that. We paid, yeah. We paid summer for, for that. Yeah, it might have been summer for nothing for them. Hey, hey, I, 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 I've still got a license fee. I was still paying the same <laughs> as you were. <laughs> yeah, but you were also getting benefit from it. I've this just, is, this I mean, I've just clicked true. on the Moyles and Skegness one. No one wants. No one needs to he see that. He does look like he's. No he one looks needs like to see that. On that, to be fair. I mean, that was that was that was rough. He the last like, summer Friday yeah. thing of two thousand and five. Yeah, like the team travels to Skegness for some summer fun. They just go to Butlins. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, yeah, we went to we went to Butlins, and um, I mean, listen, I don't want to say anything disparaging about Butlins. No, it could, is great. Could, could potentially be the wrong thing to say. It could be. Um, yeah. It was no. Listen, it's an excellent, it's an excellent place, and uh, great facilities, yeah. and you will have a lovely time. Yeah. And we have many times had a great time at all of the Butlins. <laughs> all <laughs> okay. the time. But but <laughs> there is a caveat. That, that particular night yeah. was. It all kicked off in Jumping Jacks next door. It was rough. Oh, yeah. my God. Jumping Jacks. Oh, yeah. my God. But here, but here was the thing, though, because the irony being the fact that it was a, it was like a, a Wild West-themed bar, right? <laughs> a, a sort of a, attached sake. to. But, you know, the sort of place where traditionally in the movies where you would have this massive great brawl. And, and that indeed is, <laughs> is, is what happened. There was God, a brawl. Just, Were you involved in the brawl, Dave? No. Did I'm you stay looking. away? Stay away. Stay away. I am looking at him and he's shaking yeah. his head. I'm with looking. A smirk sorry. I'm just, no, no, no. I, I wasn't. I wasn't yeah. involved. I'm just looking at Radio One in Mallorca with Scott Mills. Scott Mills is Team Diary dinner with DJ Sammy. Oh my god! The cat towel partying with Pat Sharp. Pat Sharp. 
can't we get some of this? <laughs> my going? God, for the channel. Mid two thousands were amazing. Get Pat Oh my God. Let's see if um, you want to do something. Yeah, about. there's a I DJ on there that I don't think I'm allowed to say his no, name. Don't uh, say Trevor anyone else. Nelson, the summer shining and the tunes are flowing from Magaluf Beach. Judge Jules. Dan Thantoms, bikini and trunks were the order of the day as Dave Pierce hosted the pool party. What a time to be alive this was. Being, oh, yeah, come on, wasn't go it? to, go to yeah. Mallorca for a week. It was, it, was, it was a lot less depressing than, than, than today's show. And Everton were all right at that time as yeah, well. We were yeah, we were fine. Yeah, I mean, they had like Andy Johnson, the Yacht. Did we have Andy Johnson in 2005? We didn't have Andy Johnson. No, for 2006. And no, this is 2005. This is oh, August. we're five. We just finished four. We're going into the Champions We'd League. Literally just we were just four. about to be knocked out. We, so, we were. So. <laughs> we were. We were. We were chasing all sorts. Carlo Cudicini and Mikel Forcell. Oh. Scott Parker. They were the heady days. Let's I just know. do this every week. Let's just go online Let's and find get stuff, stuff that, that Dave, Dave used did, to do. and he can give us. Well, the I tell you what. You, yeah, well, you, you, what you could do is, is you could actually find stuff that I don't fully remember. Yeah, that's and the then, and ask me questions. You know, you could almost like write me a little quiz based on oh, you know things I've done and places yes. I've been that you I don't really do fully that. remember. We should get tales from the taxi driver. Mm. Oh, you had some. I don't know ones. which ones are worse, though, mine or. Or Dave's in terms of stories. No, like but some of them. Oh, I've got. I've got. I think you need to tell. Oh, I've got. I think the townhouse stories. Dave, needs to tell you would on not this. believe the stories the, I've got, Nate, especially if the townhouse. The townhouse story, not the today, because we need. No, don't leave it there. But, but investigate the townhouse in Birkenhead, Dave. Yeah. Read the, Honestly, just read the reviews. Read the reviews. Very clean, good parking. It is. And, and then that should, you, <laughs> that should give you an insight to what kind of club yeah. it is. So that what is. What kind of people I dropped off there and what they went to garage to you buy. You do before that. They went I'll in. tell you the story about when I visited the foster care for six months and she that called. That doesn't sound and nice. And she called me Danny for six months. <laughs> And I let it go. So we'll do that one as well. Oh, we'll do God. that one till one I mean, day. This, you know. this, I think. I think the thing that we we, and I consider this to be, you know, a family now. Us and, yeah. and obviously all the people that have listened to us from the first one. This is the family. Yeah. We're all in this this horrible mess together. And between now and May. We need to we, we need to to think of other things mm-hmm. to occupy our lives and other we things do. to talk about that, that take us away from from all of the depression that yeah. surrounds our football club. We're gonna have to have like a relegation like therapy. No, no, like don't mention the word relegation. Helpline. No, let's don't mention the help it just put helpline. Doesn't that need relegation? Okay. It can be a general helpline for anything. anything. We're just bringing fun back. Very much the way that um Thingo brought sexy back. <laughs> JT. Justin, Justin, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. yeah. He brought yeah. sexy back. We're bringing fun back. Vitty's bringing fun back. Um, you know what? Can I very quickly? Go on. Last we one, were, Dave. We will let you go. It was up. me nephew's christening and me, me missus done the playlist for it. And and it wasn't that song. It was another song with even more graphic um, with, uh, lyrics. Lyrics. Just came it. over while there's a load of kids Did dancing. It, yeah. I was just Classic. 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 Oh, well, on, 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 on that note, yeah. just very quickly. Go on. Is that, you, know, you know when you... You know You're when the one that's got to go. We're I just know, happy to talk to you. I know. I mean, listen, it's, 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 a, it's a relaxed one o'clock finish. Okay. Go on, <laughs> You know, um, you know when you listen to the radio and whatnot when you're in France and they don't, they don't censor the the the. Yeah. No, well, I mean, if you're driving no, no, in France, no, no. sorry, I don't know, that that was a bit of a random sort of gear change. Just like you know, when you're in France, I'm like no, no, but you know if you know if you ever drive in France or you right. ever travel through and the radio and they don't have the same radio versions because they're not concerned about the English swear words, etc., yeah. etc. Et and I remember being, I remember going on this day trip right to to Boulogne to go and buy some booze for my first first wedding. 
and um, and so we only. <laughs> <laughs> we did we to be early on we did say that that's what he had to say yeah go on dave yeah so anyway me and, me and my mate jamesy right who's my best man we went and did this booze cruise and we went went over to go and get some some cheap plonk from calais and we went to to boulogne and we're sat in this thing and there's all these families there's a lovely day in this little kind of cobble square and everyone's having a few beers and a bit of bit of kind of food from these little little things and the band is playing you know sort of popular hits of the time um and all the kids are dancing and then they they played um sexy mf by, oh, I... by by Prince, which is one of the most sort of graphic songs that yes. you could possibly play, and is a category A sort of banning one on the radio. Yes. And they were you sexy, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. dancing They've... around and they're having a lovely time. And <laughs> that is so killed. weird because I was literally about to say I was in a holiday camp when I was a kid, mm. and somebody played that song Shut in up. a room. Literally, it was like it was like the kids' club in, yeah. in the oh, holiday camp, word. and someone played yeah. that. And my, I remember just my mum. We were walking around the arcade and I looked at my mum. I'd never seen my mum just looked at him. I was like, but you know, the, I love the fact that pa- the pa- parents' reaction generally is, what the f- mm. hell's going on here? <laughs> like, the swearing's bad enough on the song. But um, oh, there you go. What a way to end the podcast. What a way. What, what, what a day to be alive. It is. It alive. is. Dave, there you go. as always, as always, lovely to speak to you. Likewise. I wish it was longer. Um, I've heard that before. <laughs> Two in the bush. What a start. What a mm. start and finish. Why not? Why not? There you go. Well, uh, yeah, well, there you we'll, go. We'll Dave, there. we will see you next week. Lovely to speak <laughs> to you and take care. Enjoy. I mean, he's probably going off to record with Patchy Arp. Patchy Arp, I'd Patchy say. Arp. Yeah, or Maybe. David Dickinson or somebody, you know, one of the big hitters. Maybe. Listen, you're, you live a wide and varied life amongst the stars. Coach Tours reunion, I'd say. Yeah, you never know. So Dave, look after yourself. We'll see you Thank next you. week. Take care, mate. Bye bye. Bye bye.